American Ground Radio. Freshly roasted, award-winning blend. Taste and aroma so good, you'll want to come back again and again. That's funny. He never asks for a second cup at home. We choose to go to the moon and do the other things. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. It is time for us to realize that we are too great a nation to limit ourselves to small dreams. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. This is American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis Sar Avalone. Okay, so Derek Chauvin, uh-huh. the former Minneapolis police officer who was convicted in the killing of George Floyd, right. has now filed for an appeal okay. with the Minnesota State Court of Appeals. So Chauvin's attorneys, they're arguing that in Minneapolis, the former police officer could not possibly have had a fair trial. Of course he couldn't. And they're citing multiple legal and procedural errors, and they're seeking a retrial of Chauvin. And the question, you know, but when I saw this, I was like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Is this going to ignite another discussion in this country, Mm -hmm. which is okay, but the last time we had this discussion, there were a lot of riots. Cities were burned. There was a great deal of violence in the name of George Floyd. Right. And the question is, you know, are there folks that are willing to revisit all of that criminal behavior? Okay, but the point is that all of that criminal behavior is why Derek Chauvin could not have gotten a fair trial in the state of Minneapolis or the state of Minnesota, city of Minneapolis. He could not have gotten a fair trial because you could not find 12 people anywhere in the city of Minneapolis who had not heard of George Floyd, who had not seen the video, who had not been around when the riots were going on in the city. No, it How should, in the world no, could Chauvin have gotten a fair trial? No, it should have been moved out of Minneapolis due to the unprecedented right. security measures that had to be taken. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- that in and of itself is evidence of the fact because that those security measures had to be taken because of the fear of violent protesters right. and the extensive pretrial publicity, uh, which... Every network, every website, every do you, radio show, do you know like ours? Do you know anybody who did not see the video of Derek Chauvin putting his his uh, leg on the back of uh, of George Floyd? I don't know a single person that I can name off the top of my head that did not see that video, and, and that's why his attorneys say that the primary issue of this appeal mm-hmm. is whether or not a criminal defendant can get a fair trial. Consistent with your constitutional right. requirements, because or constitutional rights. Think about it. What? what where did? Where did Derek Chauvin put the, his knee? Did he put it? Did he put it on the guy's? Because the initial reports were he put it on the guy's neck. He put it on George Floyd's neck. Right. That's not where his knee was. His knee was on the back. Even the coroner's report showed that there was no strangulation. That the knee was not on the neck. And yet the narrative was. The knee was on the neck. It's like Nicholas Sandman. Nicholas Sandman with the the Covington High School kid on the the steps of of the Lincoln Memorial. Uh, he was the one who got it in the, the Lincoln face. Memorial or the Supreme Court. I think it was the. Uh, I thought it was Lincoln Memorial, but could have been Supreme Court. He's Washington D.C. He got up in the face of an elderly Native American, and he was sneering at the guy. That was the initial report, that and was, everybody saw that. That was the narrative that, that was, was being told. Not the fact. The fact in the Derek Chauvin case with George Floyd was that Chauvin put his knee on Floyd's back. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean Chauvin wasn't responsible for the death of Floyd, but it was a critical piece of information that everybody knew that was flat out wrong. Okay, so in Chauvin's extensive brief that was submitted to the appellate court, Mm -hmm. here is what his attorneys listed as some of the factors that prejudiced Chauvin's chance of a fair trial and mm-hmm. that was the pre number one the pre-trial publicity was far more extensive than any other trial in Minnesota history I agree that was that. number one I think that's factual the judge should have moved the trial and sequestered 
the jury. Absolutely. He never sequestered the jury. I can't so believe that. So here's what happened was these jurors were mm-hmm. coming to the courthouse yep. that was surrounded mm-hmm. by concrete block, uh-huh. by barbed wire, yep. two armored personnel carriers, mm-hmm. a squad of National Guard troops, all of which or whom were there for one purpose, and that is in the event that the jury acquits the defendant. Right. Not that they convicted him, but that they acquitted him. And so by can the way, you imagine the pressure, the influence all of that had on the jurors? They also had to walk by the protesters who were out there. The pro the Black Lives Matter protesters were out there every single day of the trial too. You think that didn't have any intimidation effect on the jurors? Okay, and they also cited the publicity in the riots, as uh-huh. you just pointed out. And also, here's what's really surprised me. I wasn't aware of this. The city offered the Floyd family twenty-seven million dollars as a settlement. Okay, right. Now, I'm, this isn't about the dollar amount during the trial. But it was announced. Yes. The settlement from the city yes. to the Floyd family was announced during the trial, which, by the way, the jurors knew about. Were watching on television the because they're basically sequestered. It's basically the city coming out and say, yep, our police officer was guilty. Here, have a wad of cash. During the trial, the city basically told the jurors, we think the officer's guilty. You should find him guilty, too. How can you get a fair trial in that? So he was sentenced, Chauvin was sentenced to 22 and a half years, which is well beyond the recommended 12 and a half. Right. And the question is, was that justified? D- doubling <laughs> his sentence? I mean, he was, Chauvin was convicted of second degree murder, mm-hmm. third degree murder, mm-hmm. second degree manslaughter. He pled guilty. Mm-hmm. To a federal civil rights charge carrying a 21-year sentence. Now, what did the coroner say was the cause of death? Asphyxiation. Fluid in the lungs. Where did the fluid come from? Because of a drug overdose. Floyd had drugs in his system. He was high off his... He was just amazingly high. That is what caused the asphyxiation in his lungs. That's what caused. Now, did... Did Derek Chauvin show complete disregard for George Floyd's physical situation at the time? I think you could absolutely make that argument. Was it murder? Uh, With the fair trial. And and look, at the same time, let's be very clear. We are not in favor, as if this needs to be said. Right. We're obviously not in favor of police brutality. No, but we are in favor of a fair trial system. You have a right to a jury of your peers, and you have a right for that jury not to be biased against you before the trial begins. That was not the case in this trial, and I don't see how it could have been the case in the city of Minneapolis with with that going on, with with the atmosphere outside the courthouse. But the question is, would he ever... Will he ever get a fair trial? I'm not sure how. Because I think if you have a future trial for Chauvin, it's going to drive international news. Again. Uh, You're going to risk demonstrations and riots happening nationwide. But you cannot say this man does not deserve a fair trial because of the risk of riots. Americans might riot if this guy gets a shot at a fair trial. That is mob rule. You cannot have that in a in a free republic. And, you know, unfortunately, I know there are a lot of folks out there that will say, well, I can see that he's guilty with my own two eyes. Then you shouldn't be on the jury. Oh, well, but they might say he doesn't deserve a fair trial for what he did. Then you don't understand the Constitution. And that's really what we're talking about is the rule of law. Mm -hmm. We are a nation of laws, not of men. And you would want a fair trial. That means you need to make sure Derek Chauvin has one, too. And if he's guilty, then that's fine. And he'll go to jail. Or he'll stay in jail. Stay, yeah. Let's get to the top three things you need to know before tomorrow. (laughs) 
First thing you need to know before tomorrow, the U.S. government has hit its debt limit of $31.38 trillion. That's according to U.S. Secretary Janet Yellen. Yellen announced that her department would now have to take extraordinary steps to move money around in order to prevent the government from defaulting on its obligations. Yellen believes she can keep up the shell game until at least June. Republicans in Congress are negotiating with the Biden administration on raising that debt limit. You know, first of all, let's just be very clear. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's not fear monger like Obama did. And even Biden has done before. Social security payments, yeah. disability payments, those welfare payments. Those they, continue to go Those out. will continue to go out. Second thing you need to know before tomorrow, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has put an end to proxy voting. His predecessor, Nancy Pelosi, allowed representatives to cast ballots from anywhere in the world for the first time in American history. She blamed the pandemic. Speaker McCarthy tweeted, no more proxy voting effective immediately. Members of Congress have to show up to work if they want their vote to count. While 150 Republicans have used proxy voting, the vast majority of the use was by Democrats. 240 Democrats proxy voted at least once, and the top 10 proxy voters are all Democrats. You know what? I'm glad to see this. I'm glad to see the Congress Mm -hmm. returning to a sense of normalcy with respect to procedure. It's almost like Congress doesn't think that mail-in ballots should be legit. Legitimate. And the third thing you need to know before tomorrow, the FBI announced this week they are offering a reward of $25,000 for information that can lead to the arrest of any individual who helped vandalize and burn Catholic churches and pregnancy centers across the country last year. The attacks began in March and clinics across multiple states were damaged in firebombing attacks, Molotov cocktail attacks and uh, other vandalism. So far, the FBI doesn't have a single named suspect in any of the attacks. Last week, the Compass Care Pregnancy Center in New York announced they were hiring their own private detective firm to investigate the attack on their facility, saying they believe the FBI was, quote, slow walking the investigation. Wait, just $25,000 for information? Yeah, just $25,000. The FBI can't yeah. pony up more than $25,000? How about a half a million? Well, it's not worth it. I mean, it's what just... What do you mean it's not worth it's it? It's just pro-life clinics. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, we will be right back with more American Ground Radio. Coming up next. You're standing on American ground with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. If you enjoy hunting, fishing, or just love shooting, your destination is Red River Range in Shreveport. Red River Range features 19 indoor shooting lanes, all with a touchscreen console, and every lane has 100% fresh air. If you like to hunt, there are three 100-yard lanes inside and two archery areas outside. If your family wants to fish, there's a stockfish pond too. Join us at Red River Range, located in the heart of Shreveport. Get more info at redriverrange.com. Ronald Reagan once asked, are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents in the long history of the world? Well, that's why we made this CD. Freedom Sings is a collection of songs from America's history. Each one tells a story from our founding up till today. Not only do we include classics like America the Beautiful and This Land is Your Land, But we also tell the stories behind the songs, who wrote them, and why, and what they mean to everyday Americans when they first heard these patriotic tunes. If you want your kids to know what America represents in the long history of the world, then you need to get Freedom Sings. Just look for it in the iTunes store and download it for your computer or mobile device. Get Freedom Sings for your kids and keep liberty marching on for the next generation. Hey, Denise Arthur here. We've just finished rebuilding our website from the ground up. Go to AmericanGroundRadio.com and you'll find our latest podcasts, videos, and blog posts. And you'll also find our new online store. At AmericanGroundRadio.com shop, you'll find the Conservative Kid Growth Kit, the Freedom Sings CD, the Presidential Tumblr, and our book, Bright Spots Big Country. And checkout is simple, safe, and secure. So go ahead and head on over to AmericanGroundRadio.com shop today. Folks, it's your president here, President Joe Biden. Now look, I'm not playing around here, I'm serious. My old man told me I need to listen to American Ground Radio with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr, like he did. He did when, when, when we lived back in Scranton. Now look, Corn Pop, don't miss listening to the American Mamas either. Denise Arthur and Terry Netterville. I know you're being a wise guy, but I'm not messing around here, Jack. Listen to these guys, I'm telling you. 
American Ground Radio, Stephen Paul and Louis R. Avalone. Okay, so Joe Biden says there's no there there. Man, that is a Hillary Clinton phrase that has the left just continues to love. You, you mean you mean more than just a right wing conspiracy? A excuse me, a vast white right wing conspiracy. I'm not sure I've I've heard Republicans say there's no there there. That that's like a Hillary Hillary Clinton was like there's no there there, and that became. A phrase that the left uses all the time. So I'm not surprised that Joe Biden's resorting to uh, Hillary Clintonism. Okay, so let's take a listen. This is the president today on those classified documents that keep showing up everywhere. That what's your question? Okay, look. As we found, uh, we found a handful of documents were failed, uh, were filed in the wrong place. We immediately turned them over to the archives and the Justice Department. We're fully cooperating, looking forward to getting this resolved quickly. I think you're going to find there's nothing there. I have no regrets. I'm following what the lawyers have told me they want me to do. It's exactly what we're doing. There's no there there. Thank you. That what's your question? Okay, first of all... Regrets. I've had a few. <laughs> oh, I've, I've not had a few. Yeah, but not then had again, few. too few to mention. Yeah. Uh, okay, this isn't I about did. them not being filed in the right place. No, it's not like he put not. them in the wrong file folder. It's that it's illegal for him to have had them at his home and at that, that office, that Penn State office that was funded in part by Chinese communists. It was illegal for those documents to have been there in the first place. So when he says there's no there there, that's wrong. What's there is a violation of federal law. The and, why same, and so why wouldn't you have a regret? Right. If you if you violated federal law. You're fine with that. Yeah. Now, maybe this was an accidental uh, violation of federal law. You weren't paying attention to the file folders you had somebody put in a box for you and take over to your office. You didn't know that's, look, that's possible, but it doesn't mean you didn't violate the law. You violated the law when you left the white the vice president's office with those classified documents. End of story. It it just boggles the mind how he could. Well, his handlers are yeah. saying he has no regrets. No, he just said he had no. I've got no regrets. Well, his handlers who wrote that speech for yeah. him that he read. I see what you. No regrets. No regrets. Well, um, I, you know what? The, the American, American. Yeah. People, oh, go ahead. And take that. No, no. There's your line. You no, I, we were both thinking. Yeah, go ahead. American people have a lot of regrets. We got a question for American mamas. <laughs> Dear mamas, what do you think about Alec Baldwin being indicted? Well, let's ask our American mamas. Mama, mama. And joining us now, our American mama, Terry Netterville. Denise Arthur is out and about. This uh, was handed down today. Uh, out in New Mexico, this is from when Alec Baldwin was working on that uh, movie Rusts, and he used a prop gun mm-hmm. that was loaded. He apparently did not know it was loaded. Uh, he pulled the trigger, and the gun went off, and uh, it killed Helene Hutchins. Um, <laughs> so he's now been charged with fourth-degree manslaughter, mm-hmm. or I guess uh, involuntary manslaughter, which is a fourth-degree felony in the state of New Mexico. Uh, also coming out today, uh, the first director, first assistant director uh, on the on the film has pled guilty mm-hmm. to negligent use of a deadly weapon. That's David Halls, the first assistant director. Right. Um, Baldwin's lawyers are going to fight this for him. And I kind of think that Baldwin should follow suit and just plead. You think I you should th- plead guilty? I to do. This? I do. He won't. I mean, mm-hmm. we all, you know, he he rejected culpability in in her death when he had that well, he's had interview, an interview with... He said he didn't even pull the trigger. And with that kind of gun, you have to pull the trigger. It, the bullet will not leave the gun unless you pull the trigger. It yeah. just doesn't happen. It's impossible. And there's proof. And they have the attorneys on the other side saying, yeah, go with that. Go with that narrative and see how far it takes you. What they need to do is they need to have a jury of people, of gun owners, 
people who know guns know how guns work. There are a lot of folks in New Mexico who own guns. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know. Um, do you remember um, John Landis? Remember that Twilight Zone mm-hmm. uh, director? And during that movie, there was um, a helicopter that uh, that decapitated. Oh. oh, what's his name? Vic Morrow. Okay. And the two kids. Okay. And this that was one of those um, cases that lingered on for six years, and he got away with it. You know, the, they found him guilty mm-hmm. and then he went you know six years and this one was different because it was the helicopter he didn't really i know they have to have people in control that right. are able to control that right the difference is with this one this was a gun yeah from alec baldwin to the armor the armorer the mm-hmm. one that was supposed to take care of it to to who you just said yeah david halls they should have all checked that gun for bullets they should have all everybody even her herself mm-hmm. if i know that i'm going to be in a scene where there's a gun going off i want to see the in i want to see the round i want to see inside the chambers i right. want to see if there's anything in there but um so for alec baldwin not to, not to take any kind of accountability is what I struggle with because when he got on George Stephanopoulos, he said, I didn't do this. Right. I'm not responsible for this. I know who did, and I'm not going to say their name, but I know who's responsible. And then he said, I might have killed myself if I thought I was responsible. And I don't say that lightly. That's an actor being very dramatic. He did. He felt guilty. He was crying, if you remember seeing some sure. of the footage from that yeah. day. Yeah. And I understand he didn't want this to happen. Sure. He didn't intend for this to happen. It was an accident. It was a total accident. But at the end of the day, somebody lost their life, and there has to be consequences. There has to be account- accountability. Because if you put yourself in another situation, how are we ever going to learn? If you go, well, they got off, so if this happens. Right. I mean, other film crews would make the same mistakes, yeah. and, and you would be likely to see the same type of thing happen in the future if you mm-hmm. don't take this seriously. We talk about it all the time. If you don't enforce your rules, you don't have rules. If you don't enforce your laws, you don't have laws. Uh, well, you know what's interesting? A lot of people on that set left the set because they did not have the safeguards in place. They didn't feel safe on that set. Right. So there, there is um, proof that they have people that left the set because mm-hmm. they were not taking this seriously. And this was before the shooting. Yes, yes, yeah. before the shooting. Yeah. So it lets you know that they, they had warnings. They had four warnings. And the family... Uh, apparently they they sympathize they feel terrible that this you know that these people are gonna have to go to jail or have to take Mm -hmm. accountability for it but they said you should have been more careful this is our loved one we don't have her anymore right my son does not have his mother i do not have my wife right and so for him you know and the thing that people are worried about is he's going to get away with it because he's an actor in hollywood and i think a lot of people are sick and tired of them getting away with things when the normal person would never. This is, and this has got politics all wrapped up in it. Because of Alec Baldwin's uh, politics in the past, because of the way he portrayed Donald Trump on Saturday Night Live, his his impersonations, those weren't just, you know, trying to um, pretend. It, was, it wasn't Dana Carvey type impersonations. This was a, a mean It was cruel, vindictive. Should politics be involved in this? I I'm, I think everybody would agree that we're tired of politics being anything. The only thing that I will say about it is when you lean to the left, um, you don't have to suffer the consequences. When you lean to the right, if something were happened, these very same people on the left would be wanting your head. They would not have the same sort of uh, ounce of empathy or we've got to you know think about you know think about his children think about his wife but when it happens to them oh we're gonna make excuses but had that been a conservative director conservative actor alec baldwin would have been the first person out there saying off with his head if you'd like to ask our american mamas a question go to our website americangroundradio.com slash mamas and click on the ask the mamas button denise arthur will be back terry nettleville thank you so much thank you well coming up next here on american ground radio we are digging deep we'll be right back Choosy Moms Choose American Ground Radio. It's smooth, creamy, and now contains 7 grams of protein per serving. With Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Parr. 
Hey, Denise Arthur here. We've just finished rebuilding our website from the ground up. Go to AmericanGroundRadio.com and you'll find our latest podcasts, videos, and blog posts. And you'll also find our new online store. At AmericanGroundRadio.com shop, you'll find the Conservative Kid Growth Kit, the Freedom Sings CD, the Presidential Tumblr, and our book, Bright Spots Big Country. And checkout is simple, safe, and secure. So go ahead and head on over to AmericanGroundRadio.com shop today. American Ground Radio is in nearly 40 markets across our great country, and we're expanding every month. American Ground Radio is looking for businesses that join with the fastest-growing conservative talk shows in our country. When you become a sponsor of American Ground Radio, you'll see results, and you'll support a show that represents conservatives who love their country. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor in your market, go to AmericanGroundRadio.com and click on Contact. Maybe it was that fourth grade teacher who believed in you. Or the big-eyed girl who smiled when you were the new kid. Maybe it was watching your child as she took her first steps. Those aha moments in life when everything seemed to come into focus. Those are the bright spots that lift us up when we're feeling down and show us a path from the ordinary to the extraordinary. America's history is filled with bright spots too. The greatness of America is that it allows each of us to see the greatness within ourselves. That is how America became great. One dream, one bright spot at a time. Bright Spots Big Country, What Makes America Great by Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iBooks, and brightspotsbigcountry.com. In the next few minutes, minds will be opened. New journeys will begin. Small wonders can occur in just a few minutes. How? By listening to American Ground Radio every day. Fully informed, entertaining, and prepared just for you. Listen for just a few minutes and enjoy. On air or wherever you listen to podcasts. In the next few minutes, good things are going to happen on American Ground Radio with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. It's what's for dinner. American Ground Radio. Four out of five doctors banned by YouTube now agree. Listening just one hour a day to American Ground Radio may improve your mood, energy level, and vision. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. Well, they're coming for your meat. For my meat? Well, maybe they're, let me put it another way. They're yeah, pushing for a meatless society. Vegans are? Now, at this World Economic Forum oh, in Davos. Top, oh, my goodness gracious. Okay. They have so many wonderful ideas yes. that are definitely, and yeah. I say this tongue in cheek, yeah. going to improve your lives well, for the better. Well, I'll tell you what, mankind's always done so great when a group of elites get into a room and decide to tell everybody else how to live their lives. Oh, that's, that's really how things work. So Danish businessman, uh-huh. Jim Hageman, who happens to be, this is, this is a guy yeah. that is chairman of both Siemens and Maersk, which is a Shipping, the big shipping, yeah, conglomerate, right? Yeah, just take a listen to what he has in store for you. He said, His daughter, take a listen to this. His daughter inspired him to go towards a meatless society. Take a listen. My daughter, 24, inspired me and said, Dad, how can you advocate for? these zero carbon value change if you still eat meat. And so I stopped eating meat. Now the math would say, well, you need to stop eating meat uh, 11 years to compensate for a flight to Thailand. Yes, but if a billion people stop eating meat, I tell you it has a big impact. Okay. So basically what he's not going to eat meat for 11 years yeah. in order to compensate for the carbon mm-hmm. expense mm-hmm. of flying to Singapore where, where Thailand, Thailand. Yeah. 
mean, I mean, none of this makes any sense. He's he's got those Maersk ships. What, what do all of his ships run on? Diesel. They're all diesel engines. This is just all political cutting pandering. out on meat. Doesn't solve that. And and look, if you want to not eat meat, that's great. But you're not going to save the planet by forcing everyone else to not eat meat. You're, that's just not how it's going to work. I know it seems great in your simple little utopian vision, but that's not how the world works. You've got to let people make their own individual decisions about what they put into their bodies. Otherwise, you are totalitarian brute. Well, maybe his ships will stop carrying meat and other products. Great. Then let the free market allow some other ships grain, come in. Grain and- that is used to feed cattle that's fine there will be other people that will step into the marketplace as long as these elitists don't try and control aren't able to control it they're going to try and control it but as long as they aren't able to the free hand of the market will allow for meat to continue even if they don't like it and that's good because again this isn't about a few people who have more money than brain cells telling everybody else what to do. And what is this obsession with cows these days? There's a Dutch couple right now that believes that climate change is so the threat of climate change is so severe yeah. that they are now creating a micro farm mm-hmm. out on the ocean where their cows will live. And this is not from the Babylon Bee. They have a farm that is a floating farm, and it houses 40 cows. More money than brain cells. They're dairy farmers. Dear Lord. Let's dig deep. Working in a coal mine, going down, down, down. Working in a coal mine, about to step down. Working in a coal mine. Did you see that uh, Biden's approval rating is is dropping again, according to Real Clear Politics? Oh, what a surprise! The average of polls: forty two point six percent of Americans approve, fifty three point one disapprove. Uh, his approval rating here's actually the surprise: his approval rating was rising through most of December and the first week of January. According to who? Come on! According I, to Real Clear Politics, the average ridiculous. Polls. Yeah, a lot of things. Come I agree. on, I agree with that. Then the document scandal broke, and according to those same ridiculous polls, the support is starting to fade away. I mean, just think about the people that you talk to. And sure. I know maybe we're in an echo chamber to some degree. No, no, we're in a studio. We've cut no, down on the know, echo. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but at the same time, tell me what uh-huh. Americans say. You know what? In December, for example. Uh-huh. Oh, things are really looking up in this country. Uh, there may have been some. There may have been some people. Maybe uh, because of Santa Claus, but by the way, not much else. Joe Biden hasn't had a positive approval rating since August of 2021 when he botched the withdrawal of Afghanistan. Rasmussen has him down 10 points, but it's actually some of the more usually left-leaning polls that have him down the most. Quinnipiac, down 15 points. CBS News, down 12. Politico has him down 12. Reuters has him down 16. Well, uh, those documents, the uh-huh. classified documents, those are definitely, those have definitely had an impact. Right. I mean, but... People, you know, some people aren't calling for impeachment yet. The, the public isn't. There may be some people in, in Congress who are thinking about it, but the, according to these polls, the public is not calling for impeachment yet. According to that P- Quinnipiac poll, Americans think 60 to 22 percent that Biden acted inappropriately in the way he handled those documents. Seventy one percent of Americans think the discovery involving Biden and his handling of classified documents after leaving the White House as vice president is either very serious or somewhat serious, while 24 percent think it's either not too serious or not serious at all. Forty six percent of Americans think President Biden should not face criminal charges over his handling of these documents, while 37 percent think he should face criminal charges obviously you've got a big unknown number but you know what's interesting there is how many of those are republicans how many of those are democrats because here's the thing if you say oh i don't think biden should suffer any repercussions from what he's done so far that's mostly democrats but wait a minute Mm -hmm. but you feel that as republicans you feel the same way about trump i'm just saying if you feel like that trump should not be I know it's a different set of facts. I think Trump was able to declassify those documents, which means that they were legal at his house. I think that's what the law says. Now, if if the courts say, nope, he had to write it down, okay, then Trump should face consequences So that's the legal question that still has not been answered. Hasn't been answered. For Biden, there's no legal question here. He should not have had those documents. 
He right. should not have he, had them. He, as vice president, he never had the authority. Right. And you know, there's some people that say that Obama mm-hmm. can declassify the mm-hmm. Obama administration classified documents. Not now. Not when he's no longer president. Is that a legal question? Now, Obama's... Could that be a legal question? Obama's... The documents that Obama has hiding in that warehouse in Chicago in, in storage for his presidential library. He may have declassified That the National those. Archives wants those back. Obama can say, I've declassified those. These are mine. Because he has the authority. Well, because he had the authority then. He doesn't have the authority now, but he had the authority then. But the question for Biden is not the same. Now, what in particular are people thinking Biden's not doing well? Well, everything. Yeah, almost everything. Russia's invasion of Ukraine, uh, 44 approve, 47 disapprove. That's a net negative three. Foreign policy overall, only 60, 36 approve, 54 percent disapprove. That's a net negative 18. The economy, only 34 percent of people approve of his handling of the economy, 61 percent disapprove, a net negative 27. Then we get into immigration. 22% of Americans approve of his handling of immigration. 65% disapprove. A net 43 negative. And this one, the Mexican border specifically. Only 18% of Americans approve of his handling of the Mexican border. 68% disapprove. A net negative 50. And see, on those two issues, immigration and the Mexican border specifically, mm-hmm. those are those are crossing party lines That's true. in terms of the disapproval. It's that not is. just... You it's know, not just Republicans. you know, partisan issues. It's not. Look, this is really the problem. He's continuing to do the things that Americans don't like. The immigration issue is his fault completely. Completely. He could solve the entire problem tomorrow. Absolutely. By simply undoing all the executive orders he issued on his first day in office. But the economy's the same. He could fix that. He could stop what he's doing, Did what? do what Trump did, and the economy would take care of itself. We'll be back. You're listening to American Ground Radio. Fellas, what about some barbecue this Thursday? Uh, well, I hear that Bodacious Bar in Q is hosting Ladies Night on Thursday. Love me some barbecue! Join us Thursday for Ladies Night at Bodacious Bar in Q. Mixed drinks are only $5 and get $3 off on a glass of wine. Ladies, come out for the drinks. Guys, come out for the, uh, barbecue. And on Monday night, it's Music Bingo at Bodacious Bar in Q at 8410 Line Avenue Lewis, what's the toughest challenge for business owners? Finding employees, especially quality employees. Well, our friends at Express Employment Professionals serve businesses across Caddo and Bossier Parishes. And Express Employment Professionals never charge the applicant a fee. If you need employees or are struggling with what you have, call Blake at 318-226-8777. Blake will customize a recruiting plan that works for your organization and your budget. Call Express Employment Professionals at 318-226-8777. I don't think I've ever seen you show up to the studio in a pair of slippers. I almost fell out of my chair. You can wear them anywhere. I swear. You literally wore your slippers to work. Okay, they are the furriest feeling things when my feet go in there. And they have the rubber sole that's thick enough that you can wear them outside. I wore them shopping. to work. And people will look down and go, I know, I know, they're my slippers. They look cool. They're a beautiful color. That pink is very pretty. Listen, my sheets. Really? Oh my gosh, those Giza sheets. Girl, I've slept like a baby. Those are 60% off right now. 60% off if you use the AGR code. I love the towels. Yeah, the towels are awesome, too. They dry good. They're a great size. But I'm going to get those slippers because some days I don't have (laughs) shoes to wear to work. I think they're 50% off now if you use the AGR code. Are you going to get me some slippers? Because I won't order them. Then I'll get your sheets. Okay. Okay, we'll do that. forget to use the AGR code. My pillow, your people up. Go to MyPillow.com and type in the letters AGR for your discount code. Ronald Reagan once asked, are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents in the long history of the world? Well, that's why we made this CD. Freedom Sings is a collection of songs from America's history. Each one tells a story from our founding up till today. Not only do we include classics like America the Beautiful and This Land is Your Land, but we also tell the stories behind the songs, who wrote them and why, and what they mean to everyday Americans when they first heard these patriotic tunes. 
If you want your kids to know what America represents in the long history of the world, then you need to get Freedom Sings. Just look for it in the iTunes store and download it for your computer or mobile device. Get Freedom Sings for your kids and keep liberty marching on for the next generation. Pay attention while I paint the picture. Gas prices increasing, the richer getting richer. You need the honest, real deal info. Gotta tune in, American Ground Radio. Uh, what's happening to the country? We need order. The chaos going down at the southern border. It's getting intense. Time that we make sense. Families are struggling because they can't afford rent. American Ground Radio, let's go. American Ground Radio, let's go. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. Stephen Paul with Louis Sar Avalone. Okay, so NHL player Ivan Provorov uh-huh. is a devout Russian Orthodox Christian. Okay. He's, again, member of the NHL. 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 That's my Canadian accent. Really? No, well, anyway, he's a professional hockey player. I gotcha. He refused earlier this week to wear mm-hmm. his team's pride Jersey. All right now, it's not. It's not that he didn't have pride in his team. No, this was a gay pride jersey, and he said he made a choice to stay true to himself mm-hmm. and to his faith. Yeah, this is what he had to say today when reporters swarmed him after practice. Everybody, I respect everybody's choices. My choice is to stay true to myself and my religion. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. I, I mean, that's what courage looks like because he's been shamed. Yeah. And, and I say he's been shamed by a minority of folks because his jersey. Well, a vocal minority because the, the Canadian broadcasters went on air and said that guy should get kicked out of the league. No, well, the NHL did respond and they say that hockey is for everyone and including mm-hmm. those who have religious beliefs. Yeah. And and again, you're asking, you are asking Christians to celebrate something that their faith says they should not be celebrating. So kudos to the NHL yeah, because for they, allowing it. Well, and and, they, you, and you mentioned his jersey too. It's completely sold out. It's the number one selling jersey in the in the uh, National Hockey League right now. And and so what the NHL said uh-huh. was players are free to decide which initiatives to support mm-hmm. and we continue to encourage their voices and perspectives on social and cultural issues and the question is could you say the same about the NBA no can not. you say the same about the NFL no could you say the same about major league soccer no or major M- league soccer or MLB every team in major league soccer in the entire month of june wears a gay pride jersey Every single team to every single game. Okay, now are we being hypocritical because when Colin Kaepernick uh-huh. wanted to express his views by kneeling and didn't want to stand for the national anthem, I mean, isn't he free to decide was which that, initiatives to support? Was the 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 the, the, I'm the just Star saying, Spangled Banner. I'm just saying if. I mean, obviously, the NHL. Look, obviously, Colin Kaepernick had the right to do that. That didn't mean it was the right thing to do. I understand. Right. But I'm just saying, well, we'll talk about it maybe a little bit. We're out of time. We're out of time. I'm doing all right. Getting good grades. The future's so bright. I gotta wear shades. See, we gotta get this bright spot in. Do you speak a second language, Italian? Your, your I dad's do. Italian. I do speak a second language. Yeah, I see. Uh, Come Was that was that Italian? No, that was Italian. Oh, okay. I didn't know because C is also yes in French. Well, no, uh, he, yes in Spanish. Ma io parlo italiano bene. Uh, oh, okay. Molto bene. Well, there's a uh, there's a potential treatment that will prevent the onset and spread of Alzheimer's disease by several years. And what's more, this potential treatment is completely free. Studies have shown. Learning a second language slows the onset of Alzheimer's by up to five years. John Grundy is the assistant professor of psychology at Iowa State University. He said bilinguals and monolinguals eventually show the same number of Alzheimer's disease cases. 
but bilinguals tend to be able to stave off those symptoms for longer. That's fascinating to me. Maybe the most surprising thing about the study is the consistency of the effect. It's a very robust finding. No, I think it's important at any age Mm -hmm. to remain active and engaged. Right. You know, it's the old adage, if you don't use it, you lose it. And so I think, I mean, the brain, I mean, the brain is a muscle. You got to use it. The idea is that people who are bilingual use their brains differently. And they have different neural pathways. And learning new languages creates new neural pathways. Now, that's good in the fight against dementia because it's teaching your brains multiple ways of working. Part of what's going on with Alzheimer's and with dementia is that your brain starts to calcify or your brain starts to shut down and old pathways no longer work. But if you're creating new pathways new in your neural brain, pathways. you can go around those blockages. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Now, the study shows it doesn't really matter when you start to learn a second language. Just that you become bilingual at some point in your life. The effects on slowing down Alzheimer's are the same. Now, here's the best thing. That's exciting. That is really exciting. exciting. Here's the best thing. This is free. You can go online right now to Duolingo.com and sign up for free for their app. They'll teach dozens of languages there. And, and, And again, you don't have to pay a dime. Now, compare that to the only FDA drug approved to fight Alzheimer's. That drug's name is Lequimbi. You take an injection every two weeks, and that drug can slow down the onset of Alzheimer's by 27%, but also causes brain swelling in 12% of the patients and brain bleeding in another 17%, and it costs $26,000 a year. Learning a new language doesn't have either side effect. It's free, and the delay in the onset of symptoms is longer than that in the drug trials. Mamma mia, ma questo sono bellissima idea see there you go yeah see right there just throwing right that out see i i think that the bright spot is that i think our brains are are pretty amazing but as you pointed out you've got to use them if we want to keep them you've got to continue to use them. but here's the thing you know and and this old adage also that we only use about 10 percent of our brain that's not true well what do you mean not true it's not true I, I believe that it is. No, scientifically, it's not true. We use we use a lot. We use most of our brain. Otherwise, we wouldn't spend the energy biologically to create a brain. It's too expensive. But what? Look, I'm just saying uh-huh. that our minds are perhaps the most powerful. I agree. We are capable of much more than we give ourselves credit for. Because there's greatness within each of us. And if you learn a language, that greatness can last a little longer. We'll be back. You're listening to American Ground Radio. Tubbs, we sell the best and back it with parts and service. Toro, Xmark, Ventrac mowers. To spend less time mowing and have more fun grilling with the world's best smoking grill, the Big Green Egg, or Green Mountain Pellet Grill. We provide parts and service for what we sell with 0% easy financing. Y'all come see us. Like Tubbs Hardware on Facebook and may God bless the USA. MyPillow is now a proud sponsor of American Ground Radio. Which is really great. I mean, we all have MyPillow products at home, and it's so fantastic that an industry leader like MyPillow has invested in American Ground Radio coast to coast. And because we're now working with MyPillow, you can get some great deals. If you go to their website, MyPillow.com, type in the letters AGR for your discount code, you get some massive discounts right away. Right, like the luxurious Giza Dream Sheets. They're 60% off right now. Now with the AGR code, I'm telling you, no sleepless nights with these folks. Or you get a six-piece MyPillow towel set for $70 off. That's a huge discount just by typing in three little letters, AGR. You can get $50 off the classic MyPillow right now with the AGR discount code. And on every single item, thanks to the sponsorship of MyPillow and American Ground Radio, you save bigly. Huge. Yeah, so go to MyPillow.com and type in those letters, AGR, and start sleeping like a baby tonight. Maybe it was that fourth grade teacher who believed in you. Or the big-eyed girl who smiled when you were the new kid. Maybe it was watching your child as she took her first steps. Those aha moments in life when everything seemed to come into focus. Those are the bright spots that lift us up when we're feeling down and show us a path from the ordinary to the extraordinary. 
America's history is filled with bright spots, too. The greatness of America is that it allows each of us to see the greatness within ourselves. That is how America became great. One dream, one bright spot at a time. Bright Spots Big Country, What Makes America Great by Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iBooks, and brightspotsbigcountry.com. Conservatives are being censored on social media. Big media. In colleges. Public schools. And in woke corporations all across this country. That means talk radio is the last beacon of free speech in America. So when you hear businesses supporting free speech by advertising on this station, we should thank them. They've put their money where their values are, and you should do the same. Make sure you're spending your dollars at companies that understand that free speech isn't free. Conservative listeners need to support conservative advertisers because liberty is never more than one generation away from extinction. American Ground Radio is in nearly 40 markets across our great country and we're expanding every month. American Ground Radio is looking for businesses to join one of the fastest growing conservative talk shows in our country. When you become a sponsor of American Ground Radio, you'll see results and you'll support a show that represents conservatives who love their country. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor in your market, go to AmericanGroundRadio.com and click on Contact. Do you hear me? I'm talking to you Across the water, across the deep blue ocean Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Lewis Sar. You know, it's like somebody borrowed your car uh-huh. and wrecked it Ooh. and then asked you for a ride. To work each and every day. Well, I, I can't do that. You you borrowed my car and wrecked it. Exactly. Maybe the analogy isn't exactly correct, but okay. Joe Biden, with this open border, this open southern border, where all of these illegal immigrants are allowed to come across the border, yes. many of them claiming refugee status. Which, which they're, it's a lie. They're not. Well, now the Joe Biden State Department mm-hmm. is launching a new program yep. called Welcome Corps. It's a Welcome core program that will ask Americans and green card holders to help resettle what they are calling refugees, oh. which many of us would call illegal immigrants, across the country. I have no problem resettling them. Let's put them back in the countries they came from. Let's resettle no, that's them. Not the that's, I, that's not I, the idea. I'm all I, in favor of resettling them. Send them. You came from Guatemala. You came here illegally. Go back to Guatemala. You came from here Haiti. Came here illegally, go back to hate. I have no problem with that. So now the Biden administration wants you to take in illegal immigrants and house them and feed them. And look, by the way, they're already taking government benefits that you're paying for. And I know we're called Mm -hmm. by God to treat one another, to treat others as we would want to be treated. Absolutely. Then that part of that means I don't want to illegally go into someone else's country and violate their laws. When I go to a foreign country, I'm making very sure I am respectful when I go to that country. If someone wants me to break a law in that country, I say, whoa. When I say whoa, I mean Mark Cunningham went into his local corner store and bought a lottery ticket last week, hoping for some luck. And why wouldn't you expect to get some luck since Mark lives in luck? Ah. Luck, Wisconsin. Mm. Luck hasn't been a very lucky place. It's not a very big place either. Only about 1,200 people live there. And so far, there haven't been any lucky lottery tickets sold in luck. In luck, right. No one in luck has ever won the jackpot before. But all that changed when Mark purchased his ticket. His numbers and his luck came in, and Mark took down the big prize of $15 million. That is just fantastic. May your pursuit of happiness bring you joy. 